Talking with Topher, episode 15. Remember, subscribe. If you enjoy the videos, hit the like button. So this week has been a crazy week for me. I've been just trying to get the new car. Um, so normally Sundays I get to sleep in. It's great. And not this week, no. This week, uh, I had to be up at 6 o'clock in the morning, uh, get to LFOD Motorsports, and uh, go, pay for the, go pay for the Subaru. If you're looking for a new-to-you car, this place is great. I highly recommend them. I just bought my new-to-me car, and it's LFOD Motorsports, 60 Rockingham Road, Wyndham, New Hampshire. Phone number is 603-819-9064. Just give them a call. See if they got something for you. Jordan's a great guy to work with. And I highly recommend these guys if you are looking for a new-to-you car. So give them a call. 603-819-9064. And again, this is LFOD Motorsports. Wyndham, New Hampshire, 60 Rockingham Road. So that kind of, you know, put a little stress on me, um, not being able to just sleep in a little bit and take my time with everything, you know, just getting up, getting my run in, getting the wife up, and then getting over there, dropping off, getting the car, dropping off the rental, and then the whole nine. And then, of course, then we got to enjoy a morning in the afternoon. But I still did some projects around the house, you know, always something to do. I feel like if I'm not doing something, then I I just have this hard time relaxing. It's, I don't know, I I find it to be very frustrating, but I feel like if I'm sitting around relaxing, then something else isn't getting done. And I get this anxious feeling like I have to go do something. If I'm just sitting around doing nothing, it's just not good for me. Um, and that, that probably comes from because of the fact that like when I'm sitting around, when I used to be sitting around doing nothing, I was sitting around drinking and doing nothing. So maybe my brain is telling me that we need to keep moving because if you don't, then you're going to maybe reminisce about drinking. I don't really reminisce about it as much anymore, but I'm always wondering where the anxiety comes from that I get when I'm just sitting around, you know, not doing a project, not cleaning the yard, not running around, you know, just why is it when I finally get that moment to just sit back and relax, I just can't. So it's something that I'm working on. Um, So that I, I had to deal with that. And then Monday was just you know, normal as usual, except I had to drop the dogs off um, at the vet. And then <clears throat> these guys call 24 hours before. And they'll let me know that I have to change the appointment time. Now, I was supposed to drop them off at 7.15 in the morning. And then they're like, oh, sorry, we're changing our hours. We're opening later. We're doing this. So... You need to come and drop them off at 8.15. And I got 
very frustrated with this person on the other line. Um, she probably was having a good day, but I I was like, I don't understand why you guys couldn't have called earlier. Um, you know, I get upset with the doctor's office the same way. If you make an appointment and you show up to your appointment on time, I feel like they should be able to almost see you on time or at least get you in on time. I know patients are sometimes more difficult than others and it pushes the timeline back, but man, is it frustrating when they do this because now I have to, you know, rearrange my morning, make sure I can still get them in there and then I have to still be at jujitsu or leaving my house for jujitsu at 8.30 in the morning. So now it's crunch time and... Um, uh, I mean, I get them there. Luckily, there was only one other person in line. So I got in and out of there by 8.11. And then I made it home just as Tyler was showing up to my house so that we could go to class. And it's just one of those things that I, I got frustrated and I got upset with the woman on the phone the day before. Um, because now mentally I'm trying to rearrange my morning to make it fit and I've already gone into um, cha- uh, not chaos uh, the fuck is it you know when you panic mode panic mode I start panicking immediately because this woman is now telling me that I have to uh, go later than I was expected and for some reason again the anxiety builds up and I automatically freak the fuck out i freak out i'm like you know you can't do this this is you know you should have told me 48 hours maybe 72 hours in advance i know that if i have to cancel an appointment i have to do it within 24 to 48 hours to cancel an appointment otherwise they charge you for the appointment same with the doctors and i guess she did it in the reasonable amount of time but in my silly brain was not capable of handling that after doing everything I did and then getting the car and I was like everything's going exactly how I want it to and now I have to change my time and it I don't deal with those things very easily still to this day I get super upset when something doesn't go right it was like setting up for this podcast today I mean, it's just one of those things where the computer doesn't seem to want to work. I wanted to do some searches on some stuff that I was uh, talking uh, about with, you know, a friend, a wife, and my neighbor. There was a couple different things. I was going to pull them up and discuss them and put my opinions on them. And for some reason, I cannot get my computer to access the web. And I just got frustrated. And I'm like, fuck it. I got to record. So I'm working on it but I still get extremely upset when things don't go the way I planned them and I just keep telling myself you need to stop with the plans to uh, a sense that you have to remind yourself that things will not always go as planned so if you plan for them not to work out the way that you planned them out to be in my brain, that helps me almost kind of prepare for the change, which I did not do this time around. 
you know, uh, I just wanted to get the car, get, get everything done with the car that day. And then the next day, take care of the dogs, do my shit, and then go to jujitsu in the morning. So I did not prepare myself for any type of change. Plus, I did make this appointment three months ago. So completely unexpected when you make an appointment three months in advance. And then 24 hours, they're like, oh, you got to change it. So not to babble on too much about that. I mean, it is frustrating, but uh, you just get over it. You got to plow through this shit. Um, there's always going to be a challenge. There's always going to be something that gets in the way. So now and from here on out, I'm going to try and make plans. But then as soon as I do make the plans, I should plan for something to interrupt those plans. And I, I think that's just the way life is. You can't plan anything and then expect it to go the way you want it to or the way that you planned it out. I mean, look at this coronavirus this has screwed so many people and it it's nothing that anybody could have planned for so i have to plan for my plans to be broken i think that's a good way to think about that but today ah, man I, I was just running just running the last couple days and um i went and, and saw a friend last night and i got home and you know, I had to, it took me till like, you know, one o'clock to finally one wind down. And then I go to bed and I missed my alarm, missed my alarm this morning. So now I've been running myself from six to midnight last three, four days. And this is pretty normal for me. But like I said, Sunday, I get that small break where I kind of recoup. And gain a little bit of sleep. I missed out on that on Sunday. And I think because of all that going on. My body just gave up. I woke up. It was like missed alarm. It's 7.56 in the morning. And I have to be leaving my house for class at 8.30. So when these type of things would happen. And I was drinking. I would freak out yelling and screaming at the top of my lungs, running around, banging in the shit, not being able to uh, focus and just do what is necessary to get out the door. And it was different this morning. I saw that I was two hours behind and my brain went into like, oh shit mode, but I didn't go into like a full panic for the Probably the first time in my life, I went downstairs, threw the dogs outside, did what I had to do to wake up, and then I went, I went, got my dogs back in the house, and I fed them, and then I went for my run, because I was like, I am not missing my run. Now, I might have been two hours late, or an hour late to running, but two hours late up, and but I got my run in. I got back to the house by 8.13 and then I had the dogs fed and I just left everything else on pause pretty much. I was like, oh, I got to do a bunch of stuff, but no one gives a shit. So I packed up my bags, got ready for class and got down there for nine o'clock. So this is a game changer for me. This is something that has never happened in my life. I have always gone into panic mode, freak out. Fucking worst case scenario. It is just the worst. I, 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 
I always do this or did this and then I would get so upset with myself because I'm like, why, why am I getting like this? Why are you freaking out so much? And today, for the first time, it did not happen. And it, it, it blew my mind. Um, and it's just, it, it was really, really nice to be able to, uh, one, not be freaking out and not wake my wife up and not scare the dogs and not just be yelling at myself just to yell. And two, it was, I got to stay focused on the important parts of my morning that needed to be done. And in the past, when I was drinking and stuff, I would wake up late and I would be like, oh shit, I woke up late. All right, we're not going, you know, I'm not going to do my push-ups, or I'm not going to go running or whatever I had to do by a specific time, if I missed the time, then I would just be like, okay, we just, we push it off. Don't worry about it. It's fine. And then I would not always feel bad about pushing it off. Sometimes I'd be like, oh good. I'm glad I didn't do that. Not today. Nope. I kept focus on the two major things in my morning that were the most important to me. And I ended up accomplishing them. And I have to say that it's because I stopped drinking that I have this type of focus and where my brain was like, yeah, you, I still get upset. I'm still freaking out, but we're, we can get through this. And it was just, it was really nice to have something like that happen to me because um, it makes me realize that things are getting better. Things are getting easier. And this is going to take a lot of time and work um, to get to the point where I would like to be, which is calm. I just want to be a calm guy. I want to be calm. I don't want to freak out about stupid BS. I just want to not go through life obliviously, but I want to be able to enjoy every aspect of life, good or bad. And it seems like everything that I've been working on, not only for the last four years, really hard, but everything that I've been doing for the last 10 years has finally gotten me to a point where now I can actually calm myself down. I can uh, breathe through things. And I'm staying focused. Am I still agitated and angry? Yeah. It doesn't seem to really friggin' go away. Um, that seems like something that's almost built into the hard drive. But we just work on it. We'll keep buffering it. You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's basically what has been going on the last week for me. NaturalBossNH.com I love this hand sanitizer and it is now available for you to purchase today. So you go to naturalbossnh.com, N-A-T-U-R-A-L-B-O-S-S-N-H.com and order your hand sanitizer today. Trust me, this stuff is great. I use it after I've been shopping in the store. My hands don't stick to the steering wheel. I use it after I handle money at the shop. I use it at my house. I just, I have this stuff everywhere. It's a great hand sanitizer. Helps me fight 
the coronavirus, making sure that it's not on my hands. And now you can get yours today. So go again, go to naturalbossnh.com, N-A-T-U-R-A-L-B-O-S-S-N-H.com and get your hand sanitizer today. So I upgraded uh, again. I finally got a new webcam. So I hope you guys are enjoying the picture. It seems a lot better to me. Um, I'm still trying to figure out what to do with this TV screen. Like I said, I wanted to show some stuff. And I saw this all, almost all black wasp with like two little yellow bumps on its uh, like ass end. And it had one single yellow stripe around the body. And it was... Well, one, I don't like wasp or bees. They freak me out. When they sting you, it hurts, and they can do it multiple times. And I didn't enjoy that when it happened to me. So I have a fear of these stupid things, and I really, really don't care for them whatsoever. So I was, like, running away from it, and my neighbor's outside, and she's <laughs> she's like, oh, I've seen this flying around our tomatoes. And I was like, really? And so we both were like, oh, we should look it up. And, of course, I didn't look it up before I got on the podcast, so I still have no idea what this thing is, but it looked evil. Yeah, I just do not like them. I don't like anything that can buzz around and sting you for no friggin' reason. It's just one of those things where I'll just, uh, I'll kill it just to get rid of it. Um, But, yeah, it just, it was pretty crazy uh, to see. I was like, what is this? Has anybody seen this thing? Uh, Mother Nature is... Uh, crazy, you know, I mean, imagine if these insects were giant, what, what, what would we be doing? I think our cars would be fully armored. I think those things would fly around and throw their stinger through the car. Imagine that. I think that would be crazy. Okay. So I've, I figured it out. <laughs> Super fun. I had, I had to go, I had to put it on pause to figure this out, but I found the fucking thing. Look at this. You see this on my screen? This is a four-toothed mason wasp. I've never seen this thing before. And I'm sure it doesn't feel good when it stings you. But that's what's flying around my house. That's what was on my neighbor's um, uh, tomatoes. So we got these things flying around the house now. And I'm going to do some more investigating on them. But I figured I'd uh, figure out what the hell it was and uh, show you. What I was talking about. So this is a four-toothed mason wasp. And I'm telling you right now, I don't want to get stung by it. So just wanted to show you that. Uh, this is pretty cool. I'm really uh, digging this whole setup now. So I hope you are as well. Um, yeah. Another thing I wanted to share with you is I need to thank everybody for subscribing and listening and telling your friends to subscribe it is so great. Uh, you guys have given me all the motivation to keep this thing moving forward, make it better, make it sound better, make it look better. Um, so I want to thank all of you. And because of all of you enjoying this and doing, uh, sharing it and stuff like that, I am now available on seven different platforms. And... I, I have all of you to thank for this. So now you can find me. Uh, hold on, I get to the screen. Yeah, so I'm on 
Uh, my podcast is on Breaker, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, Spotify, and of course, Anchor. Um, and then, as always, YouTube. New Hampshire Vape Gallery is located at 180 Lafayette Road, Seabrook, New Hampshire, in between Home Depot and Smoke Rings. We have got everything. This vape shop is fully loaded with all your juices. You need menthol. You need fruity menthol. You need regular e-juice. You want salt, Nick. You need a disposable. Whatever you need, we've got it. Come on down. Check us out. And if you're not in the area, you want to give us a phone call, 603-814-4171. Feel free to call. We're open seven days a week from 1030 to 8 p.m. And you can come into our store, provided you wear a mask. So again, this is New Hampshire Vape Gallery in Seabrook, New Hampshire, 180 Lafayette Road, in between Home Depot and Smoke Rings. Give us a call anytime, 603-814-4171. You can also check us out on uh, the web, vapegallerynh.com. V-A-P-E-G-A-L-L-E-R-Y-N-H.com. See you soon. And I know coronavirus, masks, politics right now, it's all... Topics of conversation that are probably wearing a little thin on most people. And I get that. But I just read an article before I sat down here that Walmart is going to be the very first big corporation to make everybody wear a mask. Customers, employees, they're making it mandatory to walk into their buildings that you now must be wearing a mask. So... I'm just throwing this out there. I think this is great. I personally make everybody wear a mask that comes in my store. And if they're not wearing it properly, I do ask them to wear it properly. So I I read this. It blew my mind uh, because I thought for sure that Walmart and bigger corporations would never implement this because it would be too difficult for them to kind of control everybody uh, to wear them because I mean you re- if you're making it mandatory you're kind of controlling what they can and can't do while they're in your store um, but that is awesome I think it's great I personally believe that wearing your mask is super important I believe I just said this a week ago um, but this concurs that I just really believe that everybody should be wearing their masks it's not political. It's respect, people. Uh, there's other countries that have been doing it for years, long before we even had to even think about this, and they just did it for respect for one another. If somebody was feeling a little ill, they put on a mask. Plus, their air probably is not the best. Um, I've heard that as well. So they were using them because, you know, breathing in the oxygen that they have. Uh, in their areas is very polluted so they wear the mask to help filter that Um, but they also are doing it because when someone gets ill uh, they don't want to get somebody else ill so they put on a mask and they've been doing this for a long time now and I have a very very good feeling that we are going to be doing this for a very long time this is not going away anytime soon this is our new normal 
I think everybody who was hoping to see what the new normal was going to be, I think we're in it. We are in the new normal, and it's not as difficult as everybody is saying. The masks are not that thick. They they don't make you feel claustrophobic, at least for me. I think that they they don't restrict your breathing. If you're breathing very heavily, then yeah, it's kind of difficult. But if you're just breathing normally, there's really no airway constrictions. Uh, and I, it, it, So I just believe that this is a great thing and we're moving in a nice uh, direction. Um, so let's wear our masks, show respect for one another. Uh, on a funny note, I was in class today and uh, a, a, a parent was dropping off uh one of their one of their kids and (laughs) this is kind of funny i thought it was hilarious so the the kid comes in and he squirts his hands and he does the hand sanitizer real quick and the mom is wearing the mask and it's not mandatory that we wear masks while we're while we're in school um as students parents have to wear them um, you know, instructors have to wear them until we actually hit the, uh, the mats. So she, she walks through the door and the kid turns to her and goes, Hey mom, you got, let me squirt your hands. And she goes, no, 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 I can't put that on my skin. And he's like, no mom, it's, it's protocol. Everybody who walks in the building, we got to spray our hands. And she goes, no, no, I can't put bleach on my hands. And I looked at her and I said, it's not bleach. It's hand sanitizer it's antibacterial and she goes it smells like bleach and my thoughts were have you ever smelled bleach before because if you have you would know that this is not bleach so she finally broke and let him like squirt her hands but she was very hesitant she really thought we were all spraying bleach on our skin Now, if you are spraying bleach on your skin, you're going to run into skin irritation issues for sure. That stuff is horrible for your skin. You should never be putting bleach on your skin. But hand sanitizer doesn't smell anything like bleach. So I was just very confused and kind of chuckled on the way back to my car and shook my head a little bit. And I was just like, what, in what world does hand sanitizer smell like bleach? And who the hell is spraying bleach on their skin? Because that doesn't sound sanitary at all. Sounds horrible. Really bad for you. I'm going to take this bee down because he is creating a lot of heat. There we go. Whew. Creating a lot of heat with that white light behind me. And I can't run the AC because I got an in-wall unit. Oh, no. Sorry. In-window unit. And it's super fucking loud. It's just really, really loud. So I was like, oh, AC, this is going to be great. Yeah, I play. I, I did a small little one. And I played it back. Oh, yeah, you can't have the AC on. So, oh, man, it's getting hot in here. But yeah, so I found that to be really funny. I mean, if somebody, if people are out there spraying bleach on themselves, that is, that's brutal. You don't have to do that. So don't do that. I live next to a duplex and we share the driveway. It is a nightmare every time somebody moves in. 
when we had had somebody they had somebody living upstairs and um the people downstairs moved out and then my parents moved in that was probably the easiest parking ever and ever since then it has been a nightmare i've had six six we've had six people move in and out of this place oh isn't that weird what's that huh we're gonna delete you oh okay there we go it's gone um yeah so since my parents there has been one two three four about four other people move in and when we had a guy with a construction company and all this other stuff living here it was a nightmare he had a ginormous construction vehicle um you know and, and that thing was parked out on the street he tried to bring it in the driveway i mean it was just a nightmare trying to clean up during the winter and it's just it's sharing a driveway is a nightmare I mean, it made sense back in the day when, you know, I guess this used to be farmland and everybody shared everything and, you know, this house was built first, so they had the driveway and then they built the duplex later and because there was no room to give them their own driveway because for some reason on this street, and I know it's not the same for all streets, but this street, all the driveways are on the left of the house. And I think, not sure, but most of the driveways today are on the right side. So instead of the peop- uh, this house, who already put in the driveway, instead of them putting in another driveway, they decided they were just going to handshake and share the driveway. It was just what they were going to do. And I tell you what, it sucks. I hate sharing a driveway so much. It makes the winter annoying. It makes cutting the lawn annoying. It just, it, it's a nightmare. I wish I had my own driveway and so that if people came over, I actually had a designated spot for people to, to park because right now they tell everybody that they've got two parking spots and realistically, they've only got three. They got two in front of their garage And then they got one out on the street and I've got two in front of the garage. I can fit one more behind mine and then, or at least where I park, I can fit one more. And then I got one out front of the house. So I can fit maximum of four cars. If I could actually utilize my driveway, I could fit six. I mean, God damn it. If I could actually utilize my garage, which is an overrated barn things, that's another story. And I could get six in here. You know, I could get five in the driveway and one out on the street and you could still pull in and out. So now we have another uh, family that's moved in. Very nice, very nice. The mom, dad, daughter, uh, they got three vehicles. The new owners of this duplex are awesome. Uh, really, really nice people. Um, and so they only bring in super quality 
tenants. It's been great, actually. I mean, the, the, to deal with the parking is not as bad as, you know, sometimes dealing with the people. So it's just I'm so happy that like they have good tenants on top and good tenants in the bottom and everybody's nice. We all get along. It's great. But we had to go through the whole thing again with the parking and how it's going to work and so that we can get that all set up um, before the snow flies because we all need to be where we need to be so that we can remove the snow easily. And it sucks to think about the snow right now, but that's what's going to happen. And it's the longest time of the year, um, and so we just got to get that all figured out. And it was kind of a headache to figure it out, but I will tell you this much right now. Besides my parents, these guys like figured it out immediately. They got their parking down. They were like, is this okay? This is what we're thinking about doing from here on out. And it was just awesome. It was a great experience. And for sharing the driveway now for seven years, almost eight, it's never been this smooth. Um, Unless the people that were living above had one car and then my parents had two cars. That was ideal. Now... Uh, all three of the people below have a vehicle and the two people living above have a vehicle. So there's five vehicles over there and these guys made it work. They don't have to park in front of my house. They got everybody where they need to be and we have got it all figured out for this winter. So I was just very excited. I mean, they, they just moved in on the 11th. So to figure it out that quick was awesome. It was just a great great thing and now uh the owners of that place are now asking me to mow their lawn and i wasn't too keen on it at first i was like i don't know if i want to you know mow your lawn and take care of all this stuff but then my brain went eh you know make some money so i was like yeah why not who can't use an extra 20 bucks a week so I was like, all right. So I, I, I did it for the first time. And it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Besides the fact that my equipment is just acting up. So probably maintenance I need to do or something. Um, but other than my equipment messing up, it was actually pretty smooth. Uh, it took a little bit longer than normal. And now I'm going to mow their lawn. I know that's not exciting to talk about, but it's just one of those things, you know, you, you, you find that stuff, I find that stuff that I used to do that took up a lot of my time was the only things that I could get done. And now I can kind of figure in some new stuff. And I do have some gaps in time where, you know, I could be doing something, but I'm just kind of sitting back doing nothing. So I'm just trying to put myself out there more, you know, make this podcast happen, Um, you know, just make extra money because we don't know where we're going to be soon. We don't know if we're going to go back into full lockdown with this. So I'm like, at least if I mow the lawn, I can fill my gas tank, you know, because I'm I'm 
I'm not looking forward to seeing what's going to happen in the future because now you have all of these places that were wide open and doing whatever the frig they wanted. Now they're all going back to square one. They've shut down everything again. They're making masks mandatory. They are changing their tune and it's kind of scary. Uh, I mean, uh, what was I just listening to? I was listening to something and they were talking about how there was a, I think it was like a Joey, the church of what's going on or something like that. I was listening to Joey Diaz and I think he was talking about a gig he was going to be doing in August and the club itself said that they're not opening until like 2021 of February. February 2021, I think, is what they pushed it till. And if more people start following suit like this, where are those people going to be? What is going to happen? I mean, are they going to are they going to make it so that you know we have to shut down again because now there's a a really good increase, unfortunately, of cases in Massachusetts. And that's a state that I watch the most um, because that is the state that we interact with the most. Mass and New Hampshire interact uh, a lot, a lot, a lot. Maine, yes, we do have some interactions with Maine. Maine still hasn't had a huge uptick, but they are in the yellow like we are. Um, I was looking at it in New York. And another uh, state attached to that were green, where three days ago, New Hampshire was in the green. So it's showing you that we are getting an uptick and it's not good. I mean, still, New Hampshire is like nothing. I mean, if you really look at the numbers, I think we hit 30 something people being infected. I don't even know if we had any deaths recently. Massachusetts has definitely had some deaths, but it's like 13, but their uptick in the amount of people getting infected is going up and it sucks because you know that they're traveling to New Hampshire to save on their taxes. So how long is it going to be before we see an uptick and then our governor gets scared and he shuts us down again? And this is another reason why I wish we could all just get on the same page. I know that it's more difficult than the words that are coming out of my mouth. But there's got to be a way to implement some pieces that are important through the federal government so that everybody is required to, fo- uh, 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 required to follow the same guidelines. So, I don't know if it's just the masks. I don't know if it's the mask with the face shields. I don't know if you have to just wrap yourself up and throw an oxygen tank on anymore. I don't know what the fuck we need to do in order to put a lid on this. But it doesn't seem like we're ever going to be able to put a lid on it. And it's kind of scary because, yeah, I'm working. I'm doing my shit. But how long is it going to last? Are we going to be capable of doing it until the end of the year? Is the flu going to come back in and make it go rampant again? 
Maybe the flu helps this spread, you know, and without the flu, it's still spreading, but then the flu comes back and it spreads even more. So it's like, it, it, it's such a painful thing to deal with. And I know this is such a worn down subject and we're all sick of it, but it's happening. It's real. And it has the possibilities of killing you. So I, I just hope, I hope that everybody can do what they need to in order to keep the spread of this down so that we all don't wind up like Texas and California and all these other places that were opening up 100% and they were doing gatherings and they were doing shows and they were doing all this stuff. And then they realized that it was the wrong direction to go in. So, everybody, please stay safe out there. Keep social distancing. Don't stay in enclosures for longer than a 15, half an hour, I think. So, if you're going shopping and it's a small business, just get what you need and get out and then move on. Um, let's just keep it safe and let's keep each other safe so that we can continue opening up jobs, continue going back to work and continue doing something right now that is at least more normal than just sitting at home. I mean, the, the unemployment's ending the, the little extra that everybody was getting, it's all coming to an end in July. And and that's got to be scary for a lot of people. It's It's got to be, God, it's got to be fucking nerve-wracking to know that you can't go back to work and now the extra money coming in is not going to be there anymore. And it's got to ramp up the anxiety and everything else in your life. And I'm um, telling you right now the one thing you don't want to do is dive back into an old habit try to keep your head up keep it moving and no matter what obstacles get thrown in your way dodge them get them out of your way because as long as you're still alive it i feel like everything would will be okay as long as you can stay alive and keep moving forward at least you got something to fight for. You got things to do. And it's this is making it harder to get those things done. But don't let your old vices and your old habits creep back up. Because you're having a hard time dealing with all of this. And it's easy to fall back on old things. So, like I said, let's keep it together. Let's keep it together. Let's keep it moving. And let's not fall back behind because I want to keep working. I want to keep doing what I'm doing. And I don't want to be out of work again. I would rather go to work, wear gloves, wear masks, spray after every customer and do all this annoying bullshit that I have to do in order to keep my <clears throat> keep my store open than to sit at home 
and not be getting paid. So those are my thoughts today. This is what I've been going through. Again, I appreciate everyone. You guys help me float this thing. Every like, every subscription, every time you listen, it is, it's awesome. And I thank you guys so much for helping me get this done. So until next time, I hope everybody is going to have a great rest of their week. Subscribe. If you enjoy the video, please like. And as always, I'll talk to you later.